The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Our Fantasy Baseball Division preview continues. George Kurtz, Craig Mish, is Davis Maddock has the week off and just like the national league central the american league central compelling but it may be a division where you're trying to struggle to figure out who's going to win this thing now from a fantasy perspective of course they're always going to be really good players and george and i are going to dive in and we begin the conversation george in this hour with the cleveland guardians they're in it every year somehow they don't do much ever (laughs) but yet At the end of the season, kind of like Milwaukee a little bit, I would say, over in the NL Central, you know that they're going to reconfigure things and find a way to stay in the mix. And so, George, when you look at the guys that they added and the guys that they lost, it's sort of like negligible (laughs) for this team because uh, for whatever reason, the the Guardians just feel like they can operate on the super low payroll, which I believe was at the bottom last year in baseball, and just continue to draft and develop. And by the way, they do have young kids coming that I think we're going to see this year too. You know, I might ask this. We didn't put this on the notable losses page here, right? Uh, please sign Giolito, Quancho, Bethancourt. How about Terry Francona, the manager? Mm-hmm. And for what he's able to do, everything you just said about Cleveland's true. They don't spend money, but yet they compete every year. But Francona was a major part of that. Now they don't have him anymore. You know, you wonder how big a loss that might be. You know, we, in the first hour, we talked about all those National League Central teams, and it seemed like I could have written the same story for each team. Oh, they can all hit. I worry about their pitching. Cleveland's the reverse, all right? Uh, I Their pitching, I think, is actually pretty good, you know, and fantasy-wise as well. Uh, also, I think there are some gems there. And uh, Jacobs Field, actually, I think it's still called Jacobs Field. I'm not even sure anymore because all these ballparks change names all the time. But that actually plays more towards uh, pitching than it does hitting here. But the hitting outside of Jose Ramirez, sure, he's a first-round pick. Boy, uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it now. The Nailers, Jimenez. Arias, Brennan, Straw, Quan, Loriano. I mean, I don't know if there's a starter there other than Harold Zaver. I mean, I, I don't think there's a start. Do you think there's a starting player there? Maybe Quan could be a top five outfielder. You know, maybe. Naylor, that, no? I don't want any of these guys. Naylor, 20 home runs? No. First base, though? I, I'm not, I wasn't really counting quarter infield or middle infielder either. Uh, okay. he's, uh, he could be a CI, sure. Uh, but not it's not a first baseman. I mean, boy, they they better pitch and they better pitch well. But they always do. They always manage to do it. But this is not. This is a boring, boring team. Yeah. Are you bored drafting Jose Ramirez in the first round, George? He's one of the best players in the game. Is if he does what he's doing the next ten years, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I agreed. Agreed on all counts. There. My question always is to you, Craig. Or is the same about Cleveland? Why does anybody pitch to him? I mean, seriously, if I'm if I'm playing Cleveland, this man is not beating me. Maybe him, maybe him, not Jose. I'm not pitching to him. Oh, go go take first base. Go. There's nobody on base, fine. And it's a three-run game, fine. I'll pitch to you. Game's closed. No, 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 no. You you go take your base, young man. Uh no. Uh so I'm just that's what's always worries me is that sooner or later the team's gonna realize like nobody else, he's not going to beat me. If you're not playing an OBP league, why is he uh, is he on my team? That being said, right. it doesn't work that way. He's a first round pick. Yeah, uh, their ads in the off season may look familiar because they got a player back that started off with them. Cookie Carrasco is back in the Guardians rotation. We think to start the season, Austin Hedges also was added. Uh, ben Lively and the Scott Barlow. If his name looks familiar, yeah, I mean, once upon a time he is a closer 
he was a closer, is not going to close, I don't think, for Cleveland with Emmanuel Class A there. And I guess we could pivot over to their pitching. And then this is where you have three pitchers, George, that are being taken fairly high in all fantasy drafts. Now, Shane Bieber may not be what he was, but he's still very good. Tristan McKenzie, he is the hot name, George. A lot of people feel like another step is coming for him. Tanner Bibby, a, a step did come for him last year. And this is, as you said, clearly the strength of the team. And Cleveland also does a really good job with that bullpen. It feels like a lot of their games are close, like 5-3, 4-3, 3-2. And they have these arms that over the course of the year, like if you're playing in an AL league or a 16-teamer and you're like, I need some relievers, Cleveland is usually the place to go for those middle guys. Agreed. I think they will be again. I don't think Clause finishes the season in Cleveland. I don't think uh, – I think they're going to move him. I think he'll be uh, the hot name. He'll be a, a team will want him, and he'll bring back a good uh, a, a good piece, a good pieces for the Cleveland Guardians there. So I think he'll be interested. I think what you said about Bieber is very true. Uh, he may be their ace, but I think if he was still an ace, he wouldn't be on Cleveland either. I think they would have been able to move him this offseason. But teams don't view him as that player anymore, and his numbers last year tell you that. Uh, his ERA was 3.8. It was almost a run higher than the year before. Whip was 1.23. That's 0.2 higher than the year before. So he's uh, – I think he's a declining player. He's their ace, but maybe not an ace. I agree with you about McKenzie. Uh, I think uh, wear and tear is always going to be an issue with him. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to give you 180, 200 innings. Then again, in today's game, who does? All right, it's just not the way the, uh, today's baseball is played here. And you said Bibby took the uh, took the step forward. So the pitching is there for them. You know, so I like their starters. Carrasco, yeah, once again, I don't expect much from him. But his depth, fine for Cleveland. Love Clase in the, uh, as the closer. And the bullpen uh, – the middle relief is solid. Pitching is what's going to have to keep this team alive, and I do think they have it. Yeah, uh, made some good trades last year uh, with Tampa Bay. Uh, I think you're going to see a new first baseman eventually with Cleveland as well. I also think you're going to see this young kid who played in the Futures game, George Valera. I think you're going to see him in the big leagues too, another player that's going in uh, fantasy drafts uh, you know, toward the end. Um, okay, so let's go to Cleveland's odds to win the division. They are 4-1. to one. And to win the AL, they're 32 to 1, World Series 75 to 1. But don't give up on Cleveland just yet, because their win total is 78 and a half. And with doing nothing and losing something, <laughs> they're still right there. Uh, George, again, I have that Milwaukee fear that I would have with Cleveland. Is, is, are they going to dismantle things at the deadline? If not, I think they go over this. But that would be my fear. Last year, by the way, Remember with the waiver stuff, they they chased down players. Remember they got Giolito and other players too. Matt Moore, I think, was the other one. So what do you think about Cleveland? Probably they didn't get good players. All right, with the Giolito and Moore. That was the, just not – I don't know what they were hoping for from Giolito. I don't know what Boston's hoping for from Giolito, by the way. Good luck to you. Um, I agree with you. Uh, they had the wild card team, and I don't mean that as far as a playoff team. I mean, do they – even if they're in it, do they trade Clause Because they, can't, they know they can't afford to sign them long term. That's, that's going to be a worry for me. Bieber could go. Same thing. They can't sign him long-term. They trade him at the deadline because they have no choice. This is how teams like Cleveland and Tampa Bay have to operate. So, yeah, I'm going to worry about that. I think they're going to be in the mix. I do. Uh, but I'm not going to be able to touch that win total because they still might have to trade these players away. You know, And we know there, if they add, once it'll be the same type of players, you know, the blah players. That are not going to help them immensely here. I probably lean towards the over because I think they are, you know, especially in that division, a decent squad here. But I'm not touching it because I think I don't see Bieber and Clause, not both, maybe one, but I don't see both of them making it on the uh, Cleveland at the end of the season. All right, fair enough. Well, coming up next, the team that won a playoff game last year, right? The Minnesota Twins. They were waiting years for that. Fantastic fantasy performances from a lot of players on this team. But like so many other teams in baseball, the fans are not happy with what the Twins have done or lack of what they've done. Who are we drafting in fantasy on the Twins? We're going to tell you coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Last year, the Minnesota Twins uh, made the postseason, won postseason games. It felt like forever. Indeed, it was. And I guess, George, there was some expectation. We'd be talking about them for fantasy baseball purposes and saying, wow, look at the Twins. They're all in, right? Like off that year last year, they've added this, they've added that. And they sort of like, you have a couple subtractions kind of running it back. Another team, it feels like an incomplete offseason. But I guess, again, in this division, you feel like you can win with what you have. So let's sort of go through what the twins did. So uh, Jorge Polanco, they ended up trading late in the off season. Uh, Jordan Luplo is gone. Sonny Gray, we mentioned him. He is now with St. Louis. Kenta Maeda gone. Uh, Tyler Molly, who they acquired, is gone as well. But their additions really is, is what tells the story, I think, of the team here, is they added Carlos Santana. Now, Stephen Oakert, he's going to be a, a relief guy, and, and De Scalfani is a back end of, of starting rotation guy here. But, George, I think the way that you look at the Twins is they must think that Byron Buxton, who is now going to go back to the field, is going to be great. Royce Lewis was, I mean, a superstar for the Twins last year. When he, I mean, when he started playing every day for them, he was incredible. I mean, you look at his numbers, you extrapolate them over the course of the season. What is that, George? Like a second-round pick in fantasy? Or like close to it. Like he was amazing. Uh, and then, you know, Carlos Correa is back as well. So the Twins look at it and they say, you know, we got these guys here. Um, you know, we got Pablo to front the rotation, Joe Ryan, and we're just going to go to war with, with what we had last year. And we think we can win the division with just this. So let's dive in here a little bit. Do you, do you agree with that? Do you think they should have done more? Uh, you know, th- there are several extremely relevant fantasy players uh, on this team, on the Twins, more than the team we just talk about in Cleveland, I think. What do you make of what they did or didn't do? Should they have done more? Sure. They definitely should have done more. That being said, I think uh, once you get all, all 10 of these teams in the central divisions, you can always argue they all feel the same way. Well, we're in weak divisions. We don't have to do a lot. We don't have to spend enough because we can compete with, uh, you know, with blah. And I think that's what they've done here. All right. Uh, the offense, which I think they'll hit. Santana will hit 20 home runs. He does. I think Lewis is a future star. Not so sure about a superstar, but a star player. Let, let's see what happens now. now. Now there's film on him, right? There's tape on him. Not dating myself here. Let's see if you make those adjustments. Right, you know they've been working on it all season. How to get this guy out? He has to make adjustments. We'll see if he uh, is, if he's able to do that. That really will tell what kind of player you're going to be. By the way, can you make those adjustments? Correa, can he stay healthy? All right. I mean, boy, the Mets and Giants—they were like, yeah, thank God that that contract didn't work out, and we didn't pay him that kind of money because that, that was just terrible last year. Buxton, I mean, come on, fantasy-wise, at this point, if you're drafting the first eight to ten rounds. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Uh, good luck to you. All right. No one's going to feel bad for you when he gets hurt. All right. Because it's, you know, once again, if you know, fool me once, shame on uh, you. Fool me twice, three, four, ten times, shame on me. All right. He's a double digit player around to hope. So there's a lot of upside here, Craig. There is a lot of upside. Maybe it all hits. Correa stays healthy. Buxton plays 130 games. Lewis is a superstar. You know, maybe. Tough to bank on all that. Tough to bank on all that. I think they'd, I think they'd be happy if they got one and a half of that. You know, if uh, Correa stayed healthy and Buckton played 120 games, I think they'd be thrilled. And then uh, Lewis, once again, maybe just takes the next step forward. I think they'd be happy with. Do I think they'll contend? Yeah, because they're in the right division. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. All right, so now let's go over to some of the players that you'll be seeing and drafting this year. We just mentioned it. Let's go to the position players first, in fact, guys. Let's show that graphic first because Correa – the Hall of Fame trajectory here. Byron Buxton. We're going to talk about him, by the way, later in the show, too. Buxton is saying, and Buxton's been here on Sports Grid, so we got to be nice to him, George. 
But uh, Buck has been saying he's going to steal bases this year, too. So, interesting. Max Kepler feels like a guy that they've tried to move or thought about it, but they'll run it back with him. Uh, Royce Lewis is one of the hotter names this fantasy draft season. Uh, there's no question about that. Um, so, you in on Lewis? So, are you going to believe in that? Is that is that somebody you're targeting? Targeting? Uh, I think when it comes to young players in drafts, uh, Royce Lewis or Churio, you got to be careful. You can afford one, maybe two. You know, you can't have, you know, three, four, five of these guys because they're not all going to pan out. We know that. You know, they're just not. Uh, third base is weak, right? It's not a strong position here. So, yeah, uh, I am interested in him. But like I said, if I draft Lewis, and let's just say for giggles in round seven, you know, I am not drafting another. That means I didn't, didn't draft another young player in the, probably the first 10 rounds. Probably puts me out of Chaturio, so sweepstakes. You know, because I think he's going to go mm, probably t- uh, top 10 rounds as well. And I don't want two guys who, uh, you know, pure uh, – I just I, there's no track record of that sort of thing. I don't want two of them. I do have faith in him, so I think he is going to hit here. But uh, I, I like to, I am that guy who likes to look at the back of a baseball card. Once again, dating myself here, and you, you know, baseball players are very. You know what they're going to do year after year after year? If you just look at their stats, and I like I like that. It's comfort. It's, it makes me happy that I know this guy hits 22 home runs and steals. You know. 31 bases every year. I'm comfortable on that. That's 280, not going to hurt my average. I don't know what I'm going to get from Lewis exactly, or Churio, or anybody else we're going to name. So one is fine. I don't mind having one, but I'm not going to go, uh, I said, you won't see me having three, four of these guys. Okay. Well, now let's talk about one of my favorite guys in Major League Baseball, right at the top. I don't want to put anybody higher than anyone else, but he's in my he's in my circle, okay? And George, that is Pablo Lopez. Now, when that trade was made, okay, um, Luis Arias, fantastic, right? He's batting like 400. He's amazing. It looked at the time like the Marlins crushed it, right? By trading Pablo Lopez, and now Luis Arias is fantastic. Now, all of a sudden here, Pablo Lopez goes to the postseason. He looks like the best pitcher in the American League. Luis Arias is a free agent <laughs> coming up here in two years after next year. And now all of a sudden, the Twins look like, oh my gosh, the Twins made out like, and they signed Pablo Lopez. Uh, George, sign me up for this guy in fantasy, right? Like, goes deep into the game, gets a lot of strikeouts, now is extremely reliable as far as injuries are concerned. The last couple of years, he's been great. Uh, he, he could be my SP1 on any team. Uh, Bailey Ober also in the rotation. Look, the, the rotation is not that strong. Joe Ryan, he could be there as well. Uh, but it, it, it's the sum of the parts, I would say, with the Brewers pitch, uh, with the uh, Twins pitching staff. They can throw several. They could go even six man, I think, if they wanted to. They have enough kids ready to go. And, you know, again, if Joe Ryan is the guy who we think he is and Ober takes the next step, I mean, this is probably the best pitching in the division. Oh, yeah. yeah I think it might, might even be pretty easy, the best pitcher, in, uh, pitching in the division as a whole here. Listen, Craig, I personally I think you should have packed up the family and moved to Minnesota. Cover the Twins. All right. I'd like to get you up north for a while and see how you like it. I got I got snow in my backyard here, buddy. All right. That is snow in the yard. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, agreed about Lopez. Uh, I don't think anybody saw this level coming of stardom, shall we say? Uh, people may not realize it. Fantasyland, he's a top 12 starting pitcher. And I'm talking mixed leagues. I'm not just talking about hell only. I'm talking mixed leagues. So, yeah, he's an SP1. A guy who you probably don't realize. Now, maybe that's because we don't have a lot of SP1s. I mentioned it earlier on the first hour. You know, overall, star pitches is is not great in Major League Baseball. For whatever reason, it's not great. Like these guys haven't panned out. Uh, but, yeah, he's a, he's an SP1, so listen, you got him in a keeper league. Congratulations. You're going to do well with him. I think the Twins do have the best overall pitching in the division. Certainly can make an argument that Pablo Lopez is the best pitcher in the division period here and i would make that argument by the way so yes from that uh, definition i wish they were uh, twins would have kept sunny gray i would like them a whole lot more here but I yeah agree. i think uh i think lopez is uh he's developed nicely and by the way i don't think the Marlins feel all that bad about it the Marlins developed pitching all right it's hitting they they needed here you got urias whether or not you can be able to resign in two years who knows but i, I, I don't i still don't mind the deal for them i think they did well yeah, no, it, it feels like still a good deal for both teams. It's just interesting how the pendulum turns back and forth. Um, also, Duran is their closer, really good closer for the Twins, too. I mean, these are some of the reasons why you're going to see their win total is so high. The division is just, you know, look, it's it's not great. They're going to beat up on the White Sox. The White Sox are down this year. Um, Cleveland, you know, their win total is under 80, so the expectation is they're not going to be great either. But, I mean, Georgia's a big number to go over. I, I don't know that I would press the button on that one. 
Nope, me either. I'll take the other, actually. I'm not going the over there. I think they'll, they'll be there. I think they're a decent uh, team, especially in that division. But 88, 89 wins? Not sure I see that. Yeah, all right. We'll take a quick timeout. More of a preview of the American League Central Fantasy Baseball coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. Craig Mish, along with George Kurtz, with you here on the show, our American League Central preview continues with the Detroit Tigers. What a celebration it was for the Tigers last year. Ah, they didn't win a lot of games again. Uh, But they celebrated, George, the career of Miguel Cabrera like every second of last year and he's going right to the Hall of Fame and he played for the Marlins too like I'm very proud of Miggy but the Tigers celebrated also you know why because the the contracts off the books they can you know do some things now they can sign some players now uh let's be honest though the Tigers have not nailed free agency right Javier Baez like oof like they have made some moves that really haven't worked. Their, their manager is very good, George. Uh, their manager and A.J. Hinch. But they, they, you know what the Tigers thought is they thought this uh, Manning and Mize and, and Scooble were just going to be like these three aces for a decade. And, and look, Scooble's now, you know, he's back. And, you know, who knows with my Like, it, that, it didn't happen that way. But the good news is, is this year, George, they said, you know what? We're not going to rely on that. And they got Eduardo Rodriguez. And so I think that is going to at least help them solidify the team. I, again, I don't think Tigers are going to be great, but this was something they needed to do. They just can't rely on what they have been the last couple of years with the pitching. Yeah, I mean, I think the Tigers have gone about it the right way. It hasn't worked out. You know, uh, when I say about that the right way, by the way, I wouldn't have signed Baez to that contract. I wouldn't have. But at least they've tried to sign a big-name player, right, and spend the money. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about the pitching, right? Schoolbull, Mize, Manning. Uh, you know, Schoolbull's a top 20 starting pitcher this year in my fantasy, yeah. by the way. Throws 100 miles an hour, so I'm not, not downgrading Great. him, nor I'm not downplaying him. But uh, he is a guy that worries me because I haven't seen it yet. I know he can do it. Haven't seen it yet. He's in the right ballpark for it, right? So we'll see here. Uh, they, now, they don't have uh, Erod anymore. Uh, Erod was the, the big story last year, right? He had problems, and then he didn't want to go to the Dodgers, and now he signed with Arizona. So we'll see how that works out. But after that, I mean, Kenta Maeda, okay. Jack Flaherty, okay. I'm not so sure they have anything left to really offer you here. You know, and uh, I think technically Maeda is your number two. If Flaherty's your number three, boy, they should be four and five, maybe five and six, maybe six and seven. You know, I'm not sure there's, so sure there's much left there for those guys. So, uh, like I said, I like, I like Scooble, I do. And I'm, I have some interest in him, although I expect the fantasy leagues, though, Craig, he's going to go earlier than I'm willing to take. You know, uh, certainly he's going to go for more money if they're in an auction league than I'm willing to spend, no doubt about that. But uh, I have hope that he can be the ace this team needs. It's something they can build around here. As far as the offense is concerned, work in progress. All right, yeah, Torkelson, I think he will be that guy. Baez, uh, maybe a uh, middle infielder I'll take uh, there if he comes to me. 
Outside of that, Riley Green is someone I do like. I'll take a outfield of four, outfield of three at most here. I do like Riley Green. That's about it. After that, I, I probably want to just, you know, wipe my hands of uh, the Detroit offense. Yeah, they, uh, you know, with signing Eduardo Rodriguez like they did a few years ago, they thought that would work out. Um, you know, it did to a degree, as George mentioned, uh, now with Arizona. Uh, Jack Flaherty, uh, Kenta Maeda, those are the two starters that they've added to their rotation. Uh, Mark Canha is always a solid player. I think he'll be solid for the Tigers, too. And then they'll throw a dart here at Shelby Miller, Andrew Chaffin. He's you know bounced around the league uh, quite a bit. So those are some of the additions. They also, by the way, this week added Giovanni Urshela to their team as well. So this is more of an AL player. But Kerry Carpenter, who does a pretty good job as their DH, is a little banged up, I think, with a hamstring issue. So they're just fortifying that. Um, Torkelson and Green. Yeah, I mean, again, like, I mean, George, when, when you're this bad, when you're as bad as the Tigers have been for several years, the expectation is at some point you're going to start winning. And, I, I mean, I think that that has to be now. Like, I think that that has to be this year. Uh, they, they, they're, they're in a division that's winnable. Their win total is on the higher side than it's been. Young players coming into their own. The pitching finally looks healthy going into a season. I don't know what Flaherty will do. I don't know what Maeda will do. But they're getting innings now. And they just haven't been able to get those innings. And I think they're finally getting to where they need to be. I think they're getting closer. Agreed. I, I feel the same way. I, I, you'd like to see those players hit. I don't know. I mean, most of us, we want to see the young players, you know, by the way, hit, I mean, isn't just be uh, be good players, not necessarily hit as far as uh, being a batter. Uh, you want to see them be productive, you know, reach their potential, I think is what we'd like to see in the young uh, superstars. It's good for the game. Obviously, it's good for Detroit. Like I said, I don't, this is not a team I would bash. Oh, they made terrible moves. You didn't even try. No, they tried. And most of the moves they've made, by the way, as far as their draft selections, people loved. It was like they made bad picks. People liked who they picked. They thought they, they made the right picks. Hasn't worked out. Right? It hasn't. Uh, I said, I don't know if Torkelson or Green are ever going to be super superstars. Uh, Green showed promise last year. I know I had him on a team or two. He was good until he got hurt. You know, so, and he's a guy I would go back to. Torkelson, yeah, probably more of a corner infielder right now. And I don't think I can uh, trust him as a top 10, top 12 guy. Not yet. Although first base, to be honest with you, isn't overly deep, by the way. Not like it was five, six years ago. So keep that in mind. I have hope for these guys. I don't know if they're going to compete. They did win 78 games last year. So I guess there's, you know, once again, 81 and 81 will be a thrilling season for Detroit. Right. Beating up on the Royals, though. That was, that was part of, of what was happening in the White Sox last year. Royals, who we're going to talk about uh, in a minute, maybe better. 80 and a half is their number, George. You over or under that number? I think one thing we got to remember here with the balanced schedule in baseball, you know, they, they don't beat up on each other anymore. Every team in this division. Now you got to play, you know, the Yankees. The Blue Jays, the Orioles, the Astros, the Mariners, same amount of time as you're going to play, you know, everybody else in your division. It's going to bring down that total a little bit. I know that started last year, but it's going to bring down that total a little bit. I'm going to go under. Okay, me too. All right, now let's get to the team that maybe had the biggest impact in their city in the offseason. Ah, Dodgers probably at the top, but you know, let's be honest. Let's give Kansas City some love here. Very odd offseason for them, George. It's like, let's extend Bobby Witt and let's sign all these free agents. And we're scratching our head like Kansas City, like what's going on here? They haven't done this in a while. Oh, you want a new stadium? Oh, a new stadium's good. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. The, the Royals, in order to get a new stadium, you got to be good. <laughs> no one's giving out stadiums to teams that lose 100 games. So, uh, you know, Zach Greinke's gone and you're probably gone. Uh, Hunter Dozier's gone as well. But look at, look at all of these additions that they made. They were very, very active. Very early on, they signed Hunter Renfro who's going to hit 25 home runs and play really good defense. Waka's in the rotation. Seth Lugo's in the rotation. Will Smith, everywhere he goes, he wins a World Series. Maybe he'll win one again. Garrett Hampson plays the infield for them. Adam Frazier also is back to play the infield for them to go along with their starters. And when you talk about starters, I mean, George, they have one of the best players in Major League Baseball. I think the single best player in fantasy baseball from about June on last year is on this team in Bobby Wood Jr. He got $288 million with an extension. Uh, Vinny P, MJ Melendez, Kyle is. I mean, on paper, the Royals, to me, don't they look better than the Tigers? Am I missing something here? Well, uh, that, that rotation is uh, kind of scary. I mean, Seth Lugo is your de facto number one. Okay, Michael Walker, who granted does some down. Brady Singer, Jordan, I mean, good luck to you. Good luck to you. 
Uh, the offense is somewhat interesting. Salvador Perez had a step back. Got hurt a lot. I mean, got, yeah, he was the, the kind of injury for fantasy that drives fantasy owners crazy. He's missing two days here, two days here. Never goes on the uh, eye. Yeah, it would drive you uh, a little nuts there. They need a bounce back here from Melendez. All right. Uh, Prado, who's another uh, top youngster, stay healthy, play well. Pasatino. Uh, love Bobby Witt, by the way. Love him. An exciting player. How the hell did he hit a foul ball to his father? Uh, unbelievable that that ever happened. We're not told his father's behind home plate, by the way. He's down the second deck, uh, first base line. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't see it. I, I just don't see it. I don't think this is all that great a team here. Uh, you need you need the pitching. You just don't have it anywhere. You don't have it at the starter or the bullpen here. So many question marks. And by the way, I've never been to the ballpark there, but it looks beautiful. Boy, if you get a new the new ballpark, if you ever get it, which I have my doubts, it, it better be fantastic because that looks like I love the waterfalls there. I love they got rid of the turf. You know, so I'm the Yankee fan. The seventies and eighties and the Royals and Yankees always facing each other. I hated that turf. You know, the Willie Wilson, Amos Otis running all over the place. Frank White, uh, Freddie Patek. I hated that turf, uh, but they made it so beautiful there with the waterfalls and everything else. You get a new stadium, it better match this place. Yeah, no, I mean, look, that's that's the goal for the Royals. Maybe I'm a little bit more bullish than you because, again, if we're talking, and, and here's a fair question. They don't have Hunter Green, but what's the difference between the Royals and Reds? I mean, is it that significant in terms of starting pitching just because we think those guys are going to be good? Uh, the Royals are going to mash the ball. They got enough hitting, and they added Renfro too. Like, Renfro's get, getting cut and let go by eight different teams, but at the end of the season, if they keep him, he's going to have 25 home runs. He plays a great right field. Uh so I thought some of their moves were underrated. You're right. The starting pitching leaves to be desired. Lyles has bounced around the league, and let's be real, he's lost like 20 games for teams. <laughs> so I understand that. <laughs> and, and they have not developed the pitching, right? Like they keep drafting these pitchers, and they just don't develop them. That's been their issue, and they do have uh, the offense. They also have this kid, uh, uh, for, uh, Garcia. Uh, what, uh, hold on. Let me, let me take a look here while we're on. I keep that graphic up there for a minute here. Um, who am I thinking of here? Yeah, Michael Garcia. Michael Garcia, nice infielder who I think they really like a lot and I think is going to play a lot more this year for them too. All right, so I got one name wrong on the show that I couldn't remember. I won't get this wrong. Let's look at their odds. 73 and a half is their win total. I am over on the Kansas City Royals this year. I don't think they're going to win the division or win the AL. But I, I think if they're close, George, they're going to go for it here a little bit. I got them winning 80 games this year. Uh, I'll take between 73 and a half and 80. All right. So I, th- I do think they get the over. You know, I, don't, I don't think they'll reach 80, but I'll take between. I'll take 76, 77. I, I, don't think they're, I don't think they're an awful team. They're not the A's. Nobody is. Uh, but I think, they'll, uh, I think they'll be a solid team. But do love Bobby Witt. And as you said, they'll hit. I, I do worry about the pitching though a lot. Okay, fair enough. No Saberhagen coming through the door, right? No uh, Johnny Cueto coming through the door. Anyway, we'll be back with more fantasy sports today. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Our AL Central preview continues in fantasy, and the darling of, of fantasy over the last few years have been give me guys on the White Sox. Give me my Eloy Jimenez and my Tim Anderson and uh, Luis Robert, right? I mean, they gave these guys a lot of ch- chances, uh, George. And, you know, in the end, the White Sox, unfortunately, last year, at the end of the year, hit the reset button. And that's where they stand going into 2024. So uh, the dynamic here is this is not going to be a good team. And you do have to wonder which of these pieces will still be on the team at the end of the year. And, uh, you know, Tim Anderson, as we take a look at some of the players they lost, Tim Anderson signed with Miami. He had a horrendous year last year for them, so not surprising there. Uh, Liam Hendricks is gone now. Grandal is gone. Uh, you know, Trace Thompson, Jose Arena, really not all that relevant. And in terms of the players that they added, I mean, let's, let's just keep it 100% real. Every player they added, George, is a player they hope plays well so they could trade him in July. It's Moustakas on a one-year deal, Pilar on a one-year deal, uh, Maldonado. Paul DeYoung, who, you know, actually reinvented himself a little bit last year. So I was he's a great guy. I was happy to see that. Uh, but, you know, their lineup is still okay, George. It's just how many times can you give the same core the chance to succeed and then have the failures again? Uh, you know, another player who they had last year who was really good for Miami when they traded him was Jake Berger. This guy went nuts as soon as he got out of there. And so I just kind of wonder, is there something going on with the White Sox? that they just can't get it going within their own club. I think that's fair. I think it's very fair to wonder that. Uh, Jake Berg was well, wonderful for the Miami Marlins once he uh, ended up there. I think the season's going to be uh, similar to what we've already seen. Will Dylan Cease, will he be traded by the deadline? You know, where does he go? What does he bring back? That sort of thing. You heard Aloy Jimenez say, oh, I want uh, my goal is to play 150 games this year. Well, you know, my goal is to win the lottery, but I, I, it ain't happening. All right, so... Uh, you know, I don't see Jimenez winning 100, uh, playing 150 games anywhere near it. Be great if he did. Uh, I'd love to see the numbers he could put up. Will they trade Louis Robert? Uh, boy, he he is he is a star player, a guy you can yeah, build around fantastic. here. Yeah, but he will absolutely. also bring back the biggest pieces, right? So that's going to be a yeah. big big question. As you, this is a tr- I, what do we want to call it? a transition year. Now you are rebuilding here. I said I think Dylan Cease is gone. It's a matter of uh, when and where. Uh, I don't. I think Jimenez could be traded too. If he gets off to a good start. Wouldn't shock me. I think uh, Robert stays. You know, and everything else you mentioned is true. By the way, everybody, they, everybody else on this team. I mean, how many players can you name here that are? Oh, they're staying. You know, they're they're cornerstones. We're going to build around them. I don't know if there's anybody. Yeah. No. It, it's it, there. There isn't. And I, I think that you know, actually, Ben Attendee is going to stay because he's got a contract that they can't move. So he's probably stuck there. Uh, a, a signing that has not worked out thus far. Andrew Vaughn, nice young player, but uh, Mancata didn't work out. Eloy is not who they thought he would be. Louis Robert is exactly who they thought. That's not enough. It's just not enough on, on a major league team to get by. And their pitching is not going to be enough, too. Although Dylan Cease, no matter where you draft him in fantasy, if you're in a 10 or 12 team league and, he, and he's one your starter, your SP1, we have worst SP2, no problem. Dylan Cease, great pitcher. Uh, Kopech. Best shape of his life guy, George, coming into the year. Okay. Michael Soroka, he gets another shot. He's been hurt well, how many years in a row now? Three, four? Eric Fetty, back end of the rotation. Garrett Crochet, once upon a time, was going to be the ace of the Chicago White Sox. Now he's in the bullpen as well. So, uh, you know, I hate to give the deflating predictions here because they do have – let's just, you know, let's keep let's, – let's talk about this. Dylan Cease and Luis Robert – are both being drafted extremely high in fantasy. And if you have them both on your team, you're very happy. That's kind of where it ends as far as, like, elite guys. Now, who knows? By the end of the year, other players will present themselves. We understand that. And, you know, maybe Soroka is a breakout guy. But they're the team, George, that if this goes right, and if this goes right, and if that goes right, then you could see them winning, like, 70 games. But otherwise, I think they're going to probably end up with one of the uh, most – you know, losses in, in the American League this year. Yeah, not so much when you look at that pitching staff and all the names you just mentioned here outside of Cease. Uh, you play in a bandbox, right? I mean, uh, that ballpark is pretty much course field of the American League. I right? the ball flies out of there, especially when it gets hot during the summer. You can't make any mistakes. Listen, I hope Soroka does well. I do. Uh, always tearing the Achilles, right? Uh, they got the other Atlanta Brave pitcher too, uh, Tuki Toswan. You know, I, 
you hope for these guys, but I don't know what you're expecting. Yeah, you know, what are you what are you what are you praying is going to happen here? You don't have a great bullpen, you know. So I think it's a team that's going to be in some ways fun because they're going to play a lot of eight seven games, right? They're going to score some runs with Robert and Jimenez when they're both healthy and in the lineup. They have Ben Attendee, as you mentioned, Andrew Vaughn. These guys can all rake somewhat, but they're going to give up a lot of runs too. You know, yep. it's it's going to be a, a lot of high scoring, a lot of overs uh, in our betting land here. Now, I can guarantee this is a team, by the way, as far as betting is concerned. I'll be hoping the White Sox go up 2-0 early so I can hammer the other team to come back and win. <laughs> yeah, and, and by the way, it, it's not all doom and gloom. Like, you're going to see uh, on a team like this a lot of prospects play. So, for example, Colson Montgomery, who is 21 years old and can absolutely rake, he is going to be part of the outfield mix for the White Sox this season and a player that should be drafted in fantasy. Uh, they, I mentioned the burger trade. They got this pitcher back from Miami, Jake Eater, left-handed pitcher. I know he wasn't fantastic with the White Sox in the minor leagues, but he is going to be starting for them. This, you, know, you don't make that trade, George, and watch what Berger did and not bring this guy up the pitch. So you're going to see him in the big leagues as well. And so I have a feeling there's some players that we're not talking about that are going later in fantasy drafts on a team that's projected to lose close to 100 games. You know, Those are the kind of players that you want to take. Stash on the bench, wait a month or two, and see how things shake out, because if the White Sox don't even come close to 63 games, George, which is their win total over on FanDuel, then it's going to be a mass exodus come July or August. Okay, agreed. Uh, it, it will, they're gonna, listen, they got to do something to get the fans invigorated, too. What, what are fans like? They like younger players, right? Because, once again, we haven't seen these guys. to see what they can do. So they'll, that will play up as well, too. White Sox are a bad team. All right. I think, listen, in some ways, I think they're doing the right thing. Restart it, rebuild it. Let's see what happens here. Aren't they trying to get uh, build a new park, too? Didn't we hear this? Uh, so, well, we'll see what happens there with uh, the White Sox. But uh, just they've got some issues. And, uh, boy, if they do put uh, Louis Robert on the market, boy, what a – I mean, what could he bring back? Yeah, could be could be a trade this, win- this uh, summer. Could be a trade in the winter. You just saw the picture there of Yohan Mankata. We were talking about him in the Chris Sale trade, like this guy was going to be an all-star, superstar third baseman. That truly never happened. Okay, so as we wrap up our discussion on the American League Central, let's just kind of look back on it, George, and talk about some of the things that that we thought. Uh, Dylan Cease, Pablo Lopez, uh, fantastic pitchers, you know, SP1s potentially in fantasy baseball. Absolutely, in American League only leagues, no question about that. Uh, you know, some breakout stars potentially, Royce Lewis on the Minnesota Twins. Cleveland's going to kind of do what they do, figure it out as they go. Uh, Jose Ramirez, best player in the division, I think that's fair to say. Maybe Carlos Correa somewhere uh, in that mix as well. But uh, Twins appear to be the class of the division. But I think this is one where you're going to see guys on uh, players on the White Sox, uh, players on the Guardians. And some of the teams that don't fare as well, you're going to start to see some younger players later in the year. And so that would be my attack with specifically with this division. I agree. I think Minnesota, for, I guess, lack of a better term, is the class of the division. I don't think they're great. I don't think they would win any other division. Certainly not in the American League here, but I'll put them at one. I really want to go Cleveland at two, but I am afraid, as I said uh, when we talked about them, that they will trade players away because, they, once again, that's how they have to operate. They know they can't afford to resign them, so they got to go uh, so they can get, uh, you know, uh, younger prospects, you know, and build up that way. Like, like the Tampa Bay Rays op- uh, operate. So I think Cleveland, Detroit will be 2-3, KC4, Chicago last. Uh, Kansas City, right. by the way, you know, if one or two things go right, Craig, I can see them making a move here. You know, I said maybe, uh, you know, maybe get to 80. I wonder if they will be a little bit more aggressive in season as well because as we uh, – I think we were half joking, half telling the truth here that if they do want a new stadium, you got to win. Got to win if you want a new stadium. Got to get that pub. So we'll see how it works out there. But I think, uh, once again, I'd have Minnesota, Detroit, Cleveland. But Detroit, Cleveland are pretty close. And Kansas City's not that Kansas far behind. And the White Sox. Okay, fair enough. That's George's prediction for the division. Here's my prediction we're going to do some fantasy or reality. Well, last year, from about June on, you can count the players that were better in fantasy baseball than Bobby Witt. I don't know, George, was it just one finger in Ronald Acuna? Because Bobby Witt was incredible, man. 
and he got the contract extension. You know, certainly looks like finally all of the superstar that we thought. And honestly, I don't know what happened to him in April and May. I, I, don't, I don't know. He just wasn't very good. Then all of a sudden, he was exactly who they've wanted him to be. Fantasy reality, Bobby Wood Jr., coming off the year that he had last year, will get at least one vote for the MVP of the American League this season. Is this fantasy or reality? Oh, wait, this is kind of easy. I think this is, uh, I'm going to go reality here. I think the only way he maybe he doesn't get it is if he gets hurt. You know, and we could say that for anybody, including Acuna, right? He gets hurt, doesn't play, he's not going to get any votes here. This is a really, really good player. We're asking for one vote? Remember, you're able to list your top 10. So, yeah, I think he'll get one vote. He's certainly a top 10 player uh, in the American League. So, yes, reality. Bobby Wick gets at least one vote. I think he'll get more than one. All right. Um, yeah, I think this is an easy reality for me, too. I mean, just based on the statistics, even if Kansas City is not that competitive, I think that he is going to get uh, votes. Whether or not he wins it is going to depend on how well Kansas City plays. But I will go reality there. All right, this spring, Byron Buxton, he's back in the outfield and says, hey, in fantasy, draft me. I'm going to be stealing some bases this year. He stole nine last year. That's not going to get this question done. The question is, do we believe it? Fantasy reality, George. Byron Buxton will steal more than 15 bases this season. Fantasy reality. All right. A, he hasn't stolen more than 15 or more since 2017. All right. Ooh. That's when he stole 29. He did steal 14 in 2019. He has stolen, what, 11, 7, 26 bases over the last four years. So first, you have to believe he's going to do something he hasn't done in a few years. Second, you have to believe he's going to stay healthy in order to steal those bases. Third, you have to believe that, uh, what is it, Rocco Baldelli, the manager there? It's going to give him the green light. For a guy who can't stay healthy at all, I gets hurt all the time, that you're going to want him running the bases? I mean, this guy hasn't played more than 100 games since 2017. Fantasy. No, no, he's not stealing. I, I have no way I would bet on this. No, fantasy. I got reality. Byron Buxton, 18 Such stolen bases this year. I got him bouncing back in a big way. And yeah, I guess I'll just be that sucker that bets on health. All right, finally, let's go over to the Cleveland Guardians. Bo Naylor, Josh Naylor, 30 home runs. Is this in their future, George? Uh, Bo hit 11 last year. I think he's got to hit a few more to this. Fantasy or reality? Over 30 home runs from these two. You said Bo. I, I didn't know how many Bo hit last year. We know Josh has got some power there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go reality here. It's oh, what the game is I heard nowadays. An F. Uh, I, I said though. Um, I don't know reality? what I was there. Uh, I'm gonna go reality. Yeah. I mean, listen. It's what today's game is, right? Launch angle. You know, uppercut swings. Uh, you know, you don't hit singles. Hit the ball over the wall here. I'm going. I'm going reality here. I think they get it. I think it might even be kind of I easy. I am too. Cleveland always finds a way with these guys. And I, I think that, you know, health is obviously the key. 36 home runs between the two. Most of them from Josh, some from Bo. That's what I got. All right. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. Sports Grid 60 is coming up next here on this edition of Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I come. 
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. It's time now for today's Sports Grid 60. Everyone's complaining in Major League Baseball about the Los Angeles Dodgers, right? They spent a what a billion dollars this offseason. You know what? That's not bad for the game. We need a villain, right? You need a team that you hate if you're not a Dodger fan here. Used to be the Yankees, right? They're the evil empire because I know George always wanted to uh, uh, to buy a championship. The Dodgers won 100 games last year with a pitching staff that was held together by duct tape and glue. All right? They won 100 games this year no matter what. Maybe they won 110. Who cares? Can they win in October? We'll find out. Maybe yes, maybe no. But this is good for the game to have a team that we could all hate and sort of root against, right? Whenever you see with Dodgers, you're rooting for the other team because you're tired of them winning all these games. Uh, we'll see what Otani can do. We'll see what Yamamoto could do. But I'm not one who's all upset about the Dodgers. They always lose in October anyway. We'll see if it continues. I want to talk about the thing that you're going to be seeing the most in spring training, and that is going to be the jerseys and uniforms of these players that you can see through. I don't know how this ended up happening, to be honest with you, but I do think that this is something that probably has got to get changed before the regular season begins. As far as I am concerned, just figure it out. I mean, you cannot have this stuff going on opening day. Uh, I don't know who's to blame or how it ended up happening, but when I'm watching my TV, I just want to see baseball. I don't want to see through the uniforms. That'll do it for the show today. Thanks again to George for filling in this uh, morning really appreciate it davis will be back on the show with me next week also thanks to of course sam our producer george have a great weekend enjoy the fantasy baseball and we'll talk again soon absolutely baseball is back the boys of summer are returning all right for george kurtz i'm craig mish i hope you enjoy the weekend and i will see you back on newswire monday 11 a.m eastern and i hope you really enjoy your fantasy drafts this weekend as well as all of the spring training action in Major League Baseball. This has been Fantasy Sports Today. We're back with another preview next week. Have a good one. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.